Late Night Health continues. I'm Mark Allen, along with the insane Daryl Wayne. Be sure to join us at LateNightHealth.com, LateNightHealth.com, as well as Facebook.com slash LateNightHealthRadio. We've been talking about the tragedy that took place in Poway, California, which is just outside of San Diego and San Diego County. And it is just no coincidence that we had scheduled uh, Ruth uh, 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 Sharon uh, as our guest. She is the creator of Interfaith, the musical. Ruth, welcome to Late Night Health. Thank you. So happy to be with you. Uh, you have been promoting interfaith consciousness for years and years and years. You're not even that old, but you've been doing this for a long time. And a tragedy like this happens in our own backyard. How does that affect you? How, When you heard about this, what went through your head? I had just finished writing a long letter about my heartbreak for Sri Lanka, what happened to the Christians during on Easter Sunday. I wrote a long piece on my Facebook page saying, you know, we, we have to double down. We all, those of us who've been in this field, and I've been, as you mentioned, for 30 years, I've been an uh, ardent interfaith activist. We just feel that the work we're doing is so crucial. We've been saying that to people for decades, and now finally people are waking up and starting to ask, what can we do? And and last night I attended um, a Muslim-Jewish women's dialogue group that I've been part of for 16 years. And we've been meeting in each other's homes, and every time something happens in the news, we come together more than anything just to console each other because we, we love each other. And we, we've been to each other's wedding ceremonies and funeral ceremonies and all kinds of celebrations of holidays. And so when this happens, it affects all of us. And we've been agonizing over what is it. And one of the realizations we came to is that there's a wave of terrorism in the world that doesn't just emanate from one particular religion. Uh, my rabbi, Rabbi Finley, calls it a virus that settles itself in different parts of the world at different times. And, and the terrorist mind, we all agreed on this last night, people who are extremists are more similar to each other than they are to their own co-religionists. Because the religions all agree that this is not what God intended, nor what God asked of us. It's not what the Koran teaches. It is not what the Torah teaches. It's not what the New Testament teaches. It's not what Buddhist teachings and everything else. And yet it happens. It happens, right. And so, you know, I, I watch what happened during the la after the last election, that suddenly how consciousness was raised, the number of people who decided to run for public office, the number of women who are now in Congress. All these events, as terrible as they are, and I, and I wish, I wish they hadn't happened. Somehow the, the, the bright side or the silver lining of all of this is that people are becoming more committed to changing the way we live together and how we cohabit this earth and how we take care of the earth. It's all part of the same thing, Mark. Our, on a scale of 1 to 10, how religious is Ruth? Well, I go to synagogue every Shabbat, every Saturday, and then I usually go to Torah study after that for a few hours, and I, 
I'm very I'm observant in the sense I I I don't keep a kosher home, but I don't mix milk and meat. But I I am a very identified as a Jew. At the same time, I am very identified as an interfaith activist. I'm straddling both worlds all the time, and I think it's possible for all of us to do that. Whatever our individual faith is, we can still be part of this great global interfaith movement. By, but that doesn't mean that you're trying to get Muslims to convert to Judaism, or the Muslims are trying to get you to convert, or the Christians. No, that's a tremendous myth. On the contrary, this is what everybody has said to me, and I, I've actually written a memoir, Minefields and Miracles, Why God and Allah Need to Talk, that's the subtitle. I've written a memoir in which I, I say very explicitly and specifically that the people who have joined the interfaith movement are not only not interested in converting other people, they become more knowledgeable about their own religion and more dedicated to the idea that the values of their own religion need to be shared and as well as learning about everybody else's values. So there's never been any kind of internal movement towards conversion, ever, or proselytizing. Well, of course, that's not a, a Jewish thing, proselytizing. As, uh, at one yeah. point, I think 3,000 years ago, Jews may have. But, they did, you're right. But then, right. The, then the rabbis decided that didn't work, and now, on the contrary, the rabbis are encouraged to turn people away three times before they'll even consider them as students right. of Judaism. Right. And if you go through an Orthodox conversion, oy vey. Um, <laughs> Which reminds me of a song. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Uh, one of the songs I wrote is called Ask the Rebbe. <laughs> and can I sing you a few notes from it? Absolutely, please. Ask the Rebbe, ask the Rebbe, ask the Rebbe, he will know. But this Rebbe isn't certain. First I'm con and then I'm pro. Ask the Rebbe, ask the Rebbe, ask the Rebbe, he will know. But this Rebbe needs a Rebbe to show him how to go. Oi, Vesmir, <laughs> it's not clear. For every two Jews, three points of view. Oy Vesmir, it's not clear. There is no simple answer for a Jew. <laughs> you know, uh, I use a lot of musical theater uh, references uh, in almost all the programming that I do because musical theater is just part of my life. I love it. I wish if I had could go back and I had the ability to dance and to sing, I would have gone into musical theater. And then I would have invited you to perform in Interface the Musical. I would have loved, when you do the next staging, I can okay. be the spear holder. Okay. okay. Now, no spears, we're about peace. <laughs> oh, got it. Okay. The flower holder. And, okay. And, okay. and, and I'm, I'm volunteering Daryl uh, as well. <laughs> One of the things that I don't understand, and I've never understood, is that why people can't just get along, why you have to, you know, why there's such diversity, uh, not diversity, decisiveness uh, in our society right now. Uh, you know, you're either you know you're 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 pro-Trump, you're not pro-Trump. You're you you like Obama, you don't like Obama, you don't like Joe Biden, you like Joe Biden. All this political stuff is splitting the world, and at the same time, underneath that is this. Well, you can't talk to them; they're Muslim. You can't talk to them; they're African American. They're you know you can't talk to them; they're Jewish. 
Why? Well, I don't think we have to look farther than the Bible as a source. Because the very, very first introduction to the human family, right, is Adam and Eve have two sons, Cain and Abel, and within a short amount of time we're, we're launched into this violence and, and, uh, and fraternal homicide, you know, that we, we already see it. And all the stories after that also show that that's, it's a kind of a ribbon or, or a strain of violence that exists within the human condition. And I think that's why the Bible is so invaluable, and that's why it's still the most read book in the world, is because those stories are stories about us, about how we get along. But don't forget, Mark, this, we always talk about this in our interfaith community. Isaac and Ishmael go back together to bury their father, Abraham. Right. So that means that they were able, after everything that happened, they were able, even after Hagar, Ishmael's mother, was sent out to the desert with this young boy, to die. even after all that, and so much resentment could have been maintained, nevertheless the two sons bury their father together. And so I think that the Bible has both the inspiration for reconciliation and peacemaking, as well as the examples of, of our not being able to get along. But that's the human condition. I don't think I've ever been so mad at my sisters that I would want to kill them, though. Well, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people I've met that, that maybe would. they don't want to kill their siblings, but they haven't spoken to them for 30 years. Yeah, that 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 I can understand. Right. And, uh, and I think that there's, you know... If, if we're thinking about a peaceful world, it will not be a world without conflict, Mark. My, my idea of a peaceful world is that we will have a mechanism, we will have communication skills that will enable us to approach conflict in such a way that nobody gets hurt in the process, nobody gets maimed from it. And we haven't, that's what we haven't learned yet. And, and just look in our own families. We can't expect the world to be peaceful if we aren't working on our own families and ourselves. And that's part of the work of interfaith engagement, to turn, to put the mirror up and to turn, turn inwards and think about what is it that I'm doing that I could change, one small profound change. Are, have ripple effect in the whole world. Uh, the butterfly effect, right? Exactly. And and our our guest earlier in the show, uh, Servette Hassan, said, you know, one person can make a difference. Reach out, folks. We need to help. We need to hug each other. We need to be together. Mark, uh, there's one, one thing I wanted to add that's really important. Very quickly, because we're out of time, and I wanted to give the uh, your your website again. Oh. Uh, interfaiththemusical.com interfaiththemusical.com Ruth, when you do this again, we'll talk about it again. Okay, thank you so I much. love that. Thank, thank you very talk much. Thank you, and God bless you for the work you're doing. Thank you very much. God bless you. Oh, and you. God bless you at home. Um, we will uh, be back in just a couple of moments uh, as we, uh, we go back to our roots so to speak, because we're going to talk about herbs and the Century Herbal Handbook coming up on Late Night Health. Don't go away. More coming up as we continue. You're listening to Late Night Health with Mark Allen. The show continues in a moment. Welcome to Guide to the Soul. This is Robert Clancy. Although it's easy to draw a line in the sand, it's always worth the extra effort to draw from your heart. 
Hatred and anger are so easy to fall upon, especially when you become frustrated with someone. Love and forgiveness may take some work, but just look at the benefits. In the heat of the moment, you can easily say something regrettable, but you can also take a deep breath and think, is this worth the anguish? You can stand up and shout and protest against something you disagree with, but quite often, it's the quiet heart that speaks louder than any anger ever could. Tempered steel is strongest when it's been cooled. When you let anger pass you by, you will always return to a place of love. For more inspiration from Robert Clancy, visit GuideToTheSoul.com or go to the Moments with Robert page on LateNightHealth.com. There's a lot of talk all over the internet about the remarkable benefits of carbon-60, and baby boomers are especially excited about it. Greska's carbon-60 is the premium carbon-60, developed by an aerospace and NASA scientist. 95% of Greska's customers report positive results from this Nobel Prize-winning technology in just four days. Imagine more energy, better health, and more vitality. It's very bioavailable to quickly mend toxin cripple cells. This is a super powerful antioxidant. Bob Greska is so confident that you'll love his carbon-60, he wants to send you a bottle at 50% off the regular price to see how life-changing this will be for you. Call 720-600-6040. That's 720-600-6040. Visit c-60.com to learn more. Call 720-600-6040 now or visit c-60.com. Hi, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. We can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows. So when you call 8338-ROCKET or visit us at rocketmortgage.com to start your refinance, you'll be well on your way to saving money every month. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.375%, APR 3.59%. Right now could be a great time for you to take some positive financial steps forward with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, which could give you the boost that you're looking for. In addition, we may be able to help you refinance with little or no out-of-pocket costs. At Rocket Mortgage, we're committed to every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, giving you the best mortgage experience. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change. Pay 1.875% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.